everyone, welcome to the Fantasy Pros Football Podcast. I'm Bobby Sylvester, joined as always by Mike Taglier. You can follow us on Twitter and Instagram at Bobby Fantasy Pro and at Mike Taglier NFL. Tags, what's going on, buddy? Oh, nothing much, man. Just got back from Florida, uh, out there in Orlando, and flying back into, you know, 20-degree weather wasn't ideal, but it is ideal that I'm back in front of my computer and that we're recording a podcast because, as everybody has been letting me know on Twitter, we haven't done a podcast in, like, I think it's been, like, 11 days, and that's just far too long, Bobby, so I'm I'm pretty stoked uh, to be doing the podcast today, and uh, we have a guest that I think people are going to be happy they tuned in for. Absolutely. Anytime Adam Rank comes on the podcast, you guys know Adam Rank, right, with NFL Network. He's on Twitter, at Adam Rank. If you don't follow him, you probably just don't like football because he's got 454,000 followers. Uh, It's always a pleasure to have Adam on the show. And today we're going to be doing a mock draft with him. I always love these mock draft episodes, mostly just so I can whoop you, Tags. And by the (laughs) way, before we get to Adam, I want to tell you guys about a Michael Thomas full-size Saints helmet that we're going to be giving away to one lucky listener. If you want details for that, you can check it out at bettingpros.com slash contest. And really all you're going to need to do is just check out the Betting Pros podcast. If you haven't already listened, listen to the latest episode then leave a review for the betting pros podcast on apple podcasts or stitcher and send a screenshot of that review to contest at bettingpros.com and by the way this contest comes to us from pristine auction if you guys haven't already checked it out you're missing out because pristine auction has all kinds of great values my office is absolutely loaded with stuff from pristine auction because they auction off hundreds sometimes even thousands of items every single day so you're guaranteed to be able to find something you want for your cave and the good news is Everything's guaranteed authentic from only the most trusted sources. You're going to find some great values. You're going to love Pristine Auction. When you sign up, enter that registration code FANTASYPROS, all one word, for $5 off. It's free to sign up. It's free to use until you buy something. PristineAuction.com, P-R-I-S-T-I-N-E, auction.com. Adam, thanks for coming to the show. How's it going? Oh, no. The pleasure, as always, is on this side of the phone or computer or headphones or whatever it is, but it's always (laughs) great to be on. Excited to do this, this mock draft. I know it's entirely way too early. And by the way, mm-hmm. I know that some people have been hitting me up and like, hey, man, do you want to come on the pod? This is my last. Well, I, I'll have my own Adam Rank podcast coming up. But this is my last This is my last thing because we're recording this before the Super Bowl. Because once the Super Bowl hits, I go into the bunker for about a month. Get a baby. And then I will resurface. But if you're listening to this after the Super Bowl, you're like, what up, Rank? I asked you. Listen, get back to me in March. We'll hang out. But listen, Bobby, Mike, and I, we had we'd wanted to do this for a long time. And uh so It's okay. Adam, just to, just say I like I like them better. It's I awesome. like you, it's, I like them better. Sorry. That's, that's Sorry, fine. Jake Seeley. That's just the way it goes. All right, Tags, why don't you go ahead and hit the start button while I explain what's going on. So I said we're doing a mock draft episode, and what we're going to do, pretty standard league settings. We're not drafting a defense or kicker because it's just too dang early. Like, we would all just stream for week one anyways. We're going to have two flex, and we're going to have six bench spots. Of course, the rookies aren't already involved, um, so a lot of these players are going to end up not being drafted. So much is going to change between now and then, but it's just fun to think about what's going to be happening in six, seven, eight months when we're drafting our teams. It's giving us a random draft order, and this is on the multi-user draft draft wizard simulation and that's not quite open to everyone yet but it is going to be open to you guys you can do the draft wizard at fantasypros.com slash draft wizard draft starts in two seconds here and i'll continue to explain it as it's going it looks like rank has the number four pick yes. I got seven tags is at 11 so yeah. we got uh christian mccaffrey obviously zeke and barkley off the board who are you going with at number four is this time for uh, michael thomas rank 
Oh my gosh, this is the one spot I don't want to be in, and I'll be right. talking for these next 45 seconds. Uh, I believe that Barkley's going to have a monster year, so that was the, the legitimate number one. But looking at Dalvin Cook, as a Bears fan, I don't know if I can really do that. I also, <laughs> he was fortunate, he didn't, he didn't have any injuries. His regression looming for him on the horizon, I don't know. I don't know if that's going to be possible, but I think what I want to do, though, is like you said, is go for the go for the wide receiver position. And I'm going to assume that Drew Brees is going to be the quarterback and I'm going to draft Michael Thomas because I want to have that. I want to have, I, I thought that Alvin Kamara could be an interesting pick, mm-hmm. yeah. but I, I just feel better going with the wide receiver. I mean, so this is interesting. Joe Mixon went at 1.6 tags. Whoa. I mean, that's, I don't think it's a bad pick. I mean, I have Mixon right now as my number nine overall player in, in drafts. So if he, I thought he would fall to me at 11, unfortunately. I've had too many people yeah. reach out to me and tell me that I'm too high on Mixon. And it's fair if you don't think that the Bengals offense is going to take a step forward, but I do. Uh, so, I mean, even Michael Thomas, though, I don't mind that pick just because I was one of those dynasty guys that was worried about Michael Thomas if Drew Brees retired. And we saw him like an extended period with Teddy Bridgewater. And he was a stud during that time. He was just, he's the model of consistency. And it's one of those things that it's, it's really, really hard to find that type of wide receiver in today's NFL with how many three and four wide receiver sets. So I don't mind that pick at all. So I think Michael Thomas, I would have taken him at three. Barkley's my number two, Michael Thomas at three, and then um, Ezekiel Elliott at four. So I think that's a great pick at one, four. Now Dalvin Cook did drop to me. I'm taking him at 1.7. Uh, I thought about Aaron Jones. He did finish as the number two fantasy running back this year. Not quite as consistent as Dalvin Cook. And I think Cook probably would have been number two if he had stayed healthy the whole year. Now, of course, that's a big question mark. But if Dalvin Cook's good to go, get him at 1-7. Tags, I feel great about that. Yeah, you should. I mean, this is really difficult. Like it, the, the 111, I haven't been in this spot. Obviously, where this is the first mock draft I'm doing for the 2020 season. It is way too early. Rank said it, but people <laughs> like to to think about the, the things that can change, right? And um, one thing I've said all off season, like to this point, is that running back is is losing its depth. Like in terms of like if you don't have one of those top. 12 running backs that are workhorses, you're kind of left in the wind. This is a half PPR format, and Kareem Hunt was just seen getting arrested. So I would imagine there's going to be some fallout from that, uh, him admitting to smoking. So I'm going to go ahead. Yikes. DeAndre Hopkins is available, and it's driving me nuts, but I am going what? to go ahead and take Nick Chubb because I had to look at it this way. If I take Chubb, that means Hopkins and Adams are probably going to come off the board, which they did. Mm-hmm. And then I can still wind up with Julio Jones if I want him with my next pick in the second round. And that's that's really not a bad way to start. But right. guys, would you consider, so let's say you landed Chubb like I did, would you consider taking Leonard Fournette here? Leonard Fournette is still on the board, and after him, you got Josh Jacobs, and then it kind of gets a little bit cloudier. That's when it gets really ugly, yeah. So, I mean, yeah. if we knew Melvin Gordon was going to go, I'd take Austin Eckler right here, but yeah, it's either Fournette, Jacobs, or what do you have at running back? There's a big drop off there. I th- it is going think- it to be huge, but last year... The third round is where we found Chris Carson, Aaron yep. Jones. Obviously, those guys are going early. Yeah. There, yeah. But we found so many great running backs in the third round that I feel if you paired them with Julio or Chris Godwin, Chris Godwin is actually who I'd be looking at if I were you. Over Julio, okay. Yeah. I, I think it's possible that, that Calvin Ridley – I'm going to take Julio here. I'm going to ta- take Julio, but – I, th- I think it's possible. One of my bold predictions. So it's like 10 bold predictions I came out with after the season. And one of them was that Calvin Ridley pulls a Chris Godwin and becomes like the, the 1A, 1B receiver to Julio Jones. And I do think that's very possible because Julio, I think, is 31 uh, years old this year, maybe 32. If I'm, it, it's sure. in that range. That's typically the range where they start losing some of that major upside. 
So, and Calvin Ridley is a guy that's been a stud in his own right. So um, I don't mind Julio here. Am I going to live to regret it? I, I guess we'll see uh, what running backs fall back to me. But uh, Nick Chubb yeah. and Julio Jones, I don't think I can complain too much. This is uh, a tough a spot good, for me at 2.6, guys. Uh, I've got Josh Jacobs, who's still there. I've already got a running back. I could go wide receiver with Cooper, Galladay, Odell Beckham. Uh, first tight end's going to come off the board any second with Kittle or Kelsey. I'm going to go Kittle's with Jacobs. Kittle's not getting to me. Or Kittle's he's, not, not okay. getting, he's not getting past me. I should just let you know. That's perfectly <laughs> fine. And that is the tight end I would take at number one. Uh, but right now with Jacobs, I feel like there's a big drop off here. I'm going to go ahead and get my two running backs uh, to start this thing and, uh, and maybe even another running back later. Yeah, I love that Josh Jacobs pick. But I've been yeah. talking about wanting to go out and get Kittle and a top flight wide receiver as my, my first two picks in the draft. Because, again, I just mentioned it a moment ago is that we had great success last year in identifying some of the the uh, mid to late round running backs. I'm not a I'm not a pure zero RB person, but I'm more I'm that way. I, I feel like I'm a centrist, but mm-hmm. I lean one way and I lean more towards zero RB. And I feel like the okay. drop off from Kittle to Kelsey. I drafted Kelsey in the first or second round in a lot of drafts this year, and it was so nice to not have to worry about it. You know what I'm saying? Like you, you sure. know, you, you saw people hoping that, hey, I hope I, I hope I land this person. I hope I land that person, and being like, bro, I got Kelsey. I don't even have to care about this. It's been, <laughs> it has been so freeing. It has been so rewarding. So again, this is the way I did it this year in a lot of leagues and was very successful. A lot of times I ended up with either Mike Thomas or Travis Kelsey. Sometimes it was Julio. Sometimes mm-hmm. I'm trying to think. Mike Evans was another big one. Uh-huh. So, yeah, he was late second, early third. Yeah, it was. It worked out pretty well. And now I'm kind of in a spot right now. Like, am I going to go with the running back? Looking at guys like Miles Sanders, Kenyon. I I got to Okay, I'm just going to do. I don't. I know. I know <laughs> this is going to disagree with me, and I don't care. Where is this? Yeah, nine percent <laughs> of experts agree. You know what? I'm assuming that he's playing for the Cardinals. So anybody listening mm. to this, if you listen to this in March. And he joins a different team. You can call me an idiot, but I'm going to assume that Kenyon Drake is going to be oh, the Arizona Cardinals, man. and I'm going to go. Is it too early? Am I? No, I, that's who I was hoping would fall to me. Come on, man. <laughs> <laughs> oh man, I, I love know, I was my thinking, team so far. This yeah, is the problem. I, I do too. I like Kenyon Drake in the third round for sure. If he's oh playing God. for the Cardinals, absolutely. You know, I was thinking. Lamar Jackson might actually fall to me, and here I am actually hoping to get a quarterback in the first three rounds, but dang, if he would have fallen to the mid-third, yeah, I would have pulled the trigger. Mm-hmm. Okay, so I've, I've still got Chris Carson on the board, who I obviously like a fair amount. Uh, Odell Beckham is my number one wide receiver, wouldn't feel too bad about. Um, it's it's really between those two for me. Tex, do you have any preference? Because uh, whichever one you I'm want. I'm keeping my I'm mouth shut it. right now because, well, obvious reasons. I'm picking behind you. I'll I'm go ahead and take Odell Beckham because I feel like tags that will make you really mad. You are the absolute worst. I would just like to <laughs> you say. know I'm messing with you, man. You know I was going to pick Beckham the whole time. I just want to get a good reaction. Yeah, it's not. That's not great. Um, <laughs> I was hoping to get Beckham there. And honestly, if I would have known that Beckham, I, that's the thing. I didn't think he'd fall in this draft. But if I knew I can get Beckham in like the mid to late third round, I would absolutely go RB RB because Beckham is one of the premier bounce back candidates. Like that team right. is going to be better. Oh, yeah. I don't know if, if he was the number one wide receiver next year. Would it surprise? Well, no, I guess. Thomas, Thomas would have to not. get hurt probably. Like, but. Historically, like in terms of like the numbers that I put together, the boom bust and everything in between the series, he is the best game for game wide receiver to ever play coming into this year. Now, 
that changed, obviously, and people are down on him after this year, and I get it, but we're not playing 2019 all over again, guys. We're, we're playing yeah. 2020, so it's different. And uh, so I'm sitting here looking at Chris Carson or someone like Cortland Sutton. I'm going to go ahead and take Chris Carson because I want I need another workhorse running back. I, I, Rashad Penny is going to – you remember how we felt last year, Bobby, going into the season, and we, we talked about Chris Carson and how much work is Rashad Penny going to get. And we talked about both of them being potentially viable options, you know, for fantasy teams. And it didn't really start out that way, and then it started to turn that way, you know, towards the end of the season before Penny uh, towards ACL. But I, I still feel like Carson's going to be a rock-solid RB2. He may not live up to those uh, top eight numbers he was posting for much of the season, but I do still like him quite a bit. So right now, Rank has Michael Thomas, George Kittle, Kenyon Drake. I've got Dalvin Cook, Josh Jacobs, Odell Beckham. Tags this has Chubb, Julio, and Chris Carson through three rounds. Tags, who are you taking at round four? I need to check my rankings because I want to make sure I'm not smoking something here um, <laughs> that people are going to yell at me. And be like, You're Why taking you Darren Waller, aren't you? Well, listen, it's it's still early yet, everybody. Calm down. You can pause it really quick, Tags. If no, you no, want I'm good. Second. I'm good. I'm okay. taking the guy that I have in my rankings as the number 12 wide receiver. Did you, just take, did you Juju? take Juju? I did. Damn it, I love that pick. Yeah, I, I mean, I can't, I can't bring myself to tie myself to Cortland Sutton. I like Cortland Sutton, the player, I do. But I can't bring myself to tie him to Drew Locke or Joe Flacco as his quarterback this year when Roethlisberger is going to come back. And Juju, you know, he dealt with some injuries. He dealt with, obviously, some bad quarterback play. Yeah. I, I just, I, I don't know why people are sleeping on him so much. People have told me that they, they don't even like well, him as a wide receiver, too. Yeah. I think that was a little bit high. I, I guess I can't blame you guys, but hey, by the way, if you guys are watching on YouTube or if you're listening to this, you can watch on YouTube. We've got a channel, youtube.com slash fantasy pros. You'll see all the buttons I'm clicking. I just hide drafted players. I'm going to go over to pick predictor to see what the chances are uh, that a player makes it back to me. So there's no chance Stefan Diggs makes it back to me. No, I can't decide between Diggs and Cortland Sutton. I'm going to go ahead and go with Cortland Sutton um, just because Damn I feel it. like, you know, Diggs has a <laughs> little bit more. Oh. I went ahead and picked Sutton now. I'm not sure what happened here. Um, you because I feel like it? Diggs is a little bit more. No, I mean, I guess you, you could. You could hit the revert pick button, but I'm not doing it, Rank. Sorry. Um, <laughs> I, Diggs is just a little bit more injury prone. And uh, Sutton, I feel like it's probably going to be even better next year than he was last year. Yeah, I'm really I'm really bullish on the, the Broncos for next season. So I felt that was a pretty good. I, either one of those guys would have been pretty good for me. And now I've. You know what? Gosh dang. I'm very pleased that I was able to snipe you guys back to back. Tags <sighs> and then rank. Feeling good. That was, about that. that was nicely done. And I know that this year <laughs> Cooper Cup was my guy. And I'm looking at it and I'm trying to look at the running backs and seeing like who am I going to end up? Oh yeah, we've got plenty of guys. You know what? Nope, that doesn't make sense. Oh geez. <laughs> um we usually have it at 90 seconds. I think Tags put it at 60 seconds. No, so it's, it's a rush. good. It's good. I'm going to just, I'll just take Cooper Cup. All right. With one second to spare, that a baby, Adam. Hey, guys, it all comes down to this. Super Bowl 54. Who's going to be hoisting that trophy and spraying champagne when it's all said and done? We've got the 49ers and we've got the Kansas City Chiefs. I think it's going to be Kansas City who's going to end their season on a winning note. Yours can too. This is your last chance to play fantasy football till next season with DraftKings, the official daily partner of the NFL. Draft your single game showdown lineup and feel the sweat like never before. It's really simple. Just draft six players from Super Bowl 54. Stay under that salary cap and see how your team stacks up against the competition. Plus, new users who sign up today on DraftKings using code FANTASYPROS, all one word, you're going to receive a free shot at the $1 million top prize. Nothing adds to the sweat of watching the games quite like having a free shot at a $1 million payday. 
Get in on the Super Bowl 54 action by downloading the DraftKings app now and enter the code FANTASYPROS, all one word, during sign-up. For a limited time, all new users will get a free shot at $1 million with your first deposit. That's code FANTASYPROS, all one word, and get a free shot at $1 million with your first deposit only at DraftKings. Minimum $5 deposit required. Eligibility restrictions apply. See DraftKings.com for details. I was, I almost did. I, I didn't want to, I didn't want to steal your pick and take Calvin Ridley, but I was like, gosh. Uh, well, Ridley Calvin Ridley is... already went at 5-2, so I'm screwed now. Yeah, I was like, no, well, I would have I take, <laughs> taken him in the fifth. I was like, don't, yeah. don't, don't get it twisted. I was definitely <laughs> going to take him in the fifth. But looking at the available running backs, is there some that I really like? In particular, going back to what you were saying about Juju, and this guy was going in the first round last season. Yep. And I think if Roethlisberger returns, he's obviously not going to come back and throw for 5,000 yards anymore, and they're still going to try to run the ball. So, you know, barring, you know, this is something that I could obviously change my mind, but I feel it's sitting at the fifth round, getting a guy who, even though he had a bad year, was still the team's leading rusher. I think if that offense improves at all, I think James Conner, ends up becoming a pretty good value there. He was the another one, round. yeah. Late first Unless, round pick, early second, yeah. I think that's a really good pick. I just feel like I'll be I, – I looked at um, – you see that DJ Chark is available right there. There was there was, there was some, some pull to DJ Chark, and I thought about it, but I was just looking at the running backs and said, you know what, if I could just lock in that RB2, mm-hmm. me going with Kenyon Drake, I, go, I would feel very comfortable with that as an RB2. Yeah. Now, this is so hard for me because – I was just planning on picking Marlon Mack. I thought DJ Chark would be gone. Now both of them are available. I still need a third wide receiver. I feel confident I'll be able to get one later that I like quite a bit. I don't see a third running back that I would love to have. So I'm going to go ahead and pull the trigger on Marlon Mack. And by the way, before I make my pick, like this is taking a little bit of time because it's a multi-user draft. If you just do a solo draft wizard draft, I'm not kidding. You can blitz through one of these bad boys in five, six, seven minutes. Oh, yeah. I mean, you can do four of them on your lunch break. It's super fast. Oh, yeah. And as you get closer to draft season, that's really important. Sitting in draft rooms and then waiting for someone yeah. and then like finding out that someone takes two quarterbacks in a single quarterback league in the first two rounds. And you're like, yes. well, this mock draft is a waste <laughs> of time. Um, th- those are the worst. And that's the, the by the you- way, if it sounds like we're trying to sell it, guys, this is free. Like (laughs) you can go use draft wizard at fantasypros.com slash draft wizard. It's free guys. It's a lot of fun. All right. So the guy that I want here that I was going to take, um, it's telling me that I can wait and I should be fine in terms of the pick predictor. So it is coming down to who I want between Julian Edelman and Jarvis Landry here. I feel like Landry's probably the better pick, to be honest with you. Edelman never oh, stays yeah. healthy. He did for the majority of the season. He's going to go for a downturn. We don't know if Brady's coming back. I'm just going to, th- I'm playing it safe here. I'm going to take Jarvis Landry as a competent number three wide receiver on my fantasy team. Does that sound crazy to you guys? Not at all. No. I, I mean, I, I would have taken Edelman, but it is really close between the two. Now, I'm really mad that you're still going <gasps> to get your guy. I was hoping that uh, Darren Waller was going to be sniped right before you picked. Oh, my <laughs> God, no. The guy I was going to take after him, like, I, I I figured he'd be there. It said there was, like, a, I think it said 86% chance. David Montgomery was taken at 512. Oh, uh, so it's not Waller. All right. No, so the— So, so you're just going to take Edelman and get both of them? So Montgomery—here's uh, a oh. stat I have for you guys. Dalvin Cook and Christian McCaffrey ranked number one and number two for carries inside the five-yard line. Number three— David Montgomery. And how'd that work out for him? I'm just telling you that that offense, they run through him. They are going <laughs> I'm to sorry. Get the I know you guys are both Bears fans. I'm sorry. It's going to be fine. Don't it worry about it. It is going to be it. fine. And now I'm really torn because I didn't even realize Darren Waller was there. You know what? I am going to do that. 
Um, I'm not scared of this. Uh, I'm going to go Darren Waller. I have him as my number three Dang tight it, end. Why did I talk? No, what? I have him as my number three tight end. for educational purposes. Ahead of Zach Ertz. Did you guys know? That's a bummer. Another fun fact. I put out an article that it's 175 interesting facts from the 2019 fantasy season. There is one tight end who scored at least seven PPR points in all 16 games. Just one. It wasn't Travis Kelsey. It was Darren Waller. Right. The, the floor baller. is fantastic. Absolutely. And I didn't have to pay premium price. That I got offense. him at 6'2". <laughs> well, the good news is here, there's a better tight end still on the board. It is not I'm Austin Hooper. Him. Don't even start. Rank, who do you like better, Austin Hooper or Darren Waller this upcoming year? Darren the baller. Oh, yeah, man. Buddy. I was hoping you'd come on my side. Come on. Yeah, that buddy. offense is predicated on throwing the ball to the tight end. I yep. think even if the Raiders put draft capital on a wide receiver one, which I anticipate them doing, Waller is still going to be a huge part of that offense. Mm -hmm. You know, it's funny because I actually do agree with you guys. I'd rather have Waller than Hooper. (laughs) Fortunately, Draft (laughs) Wizard is the one that's going to be great in these drafts. And they've got Hooper a little bit higher. So eat it, Tags. Well, I mean, Rank disagreed with you, so you're wrong. Um, (laughs) (laughs) That's a good way to put it. All right. It is to you, Rank, for pick number nine. I'm sorry, pick number six for you. Yeah, no problem. I obviously see that John Brown is going to be the top guy, and he was somebody I, I was looking for. Funny story, I remember when we were doing Fantasy League One last year, I didn't pick a kicker, or I didn't pick a defense, one of the two. Mm-hmm. I My last pick was John Brown, who I had to drop when the season started to pick oh, up a defense or kicker. That's brutal. And stupid Graham had him. I'm like, Graham, you don't even deserve <laughs> him. Because I had him, but I, but again, I... I I'm probably a bigger fan of Josh Allen than a lot of people. I believe that he's going to get better. I think that John Brown is one of the more underlooked receivers in our game. So as a wide receiver three, like all day, give me John Brown. I love that pick, and I'm very excited to have him. Although I see that Tyler Boyd was also somebody who was available, and I, I don't hate that pick at all, especially with the you know new quarterback that we anticipate in Cincinnati. All right, it's back to you for round number seven. Oh jeez! Yeah, I'm still flapping my gums. Oh, there's looking at the rosters here, right here. Yeah, you you sure can. You need two flex, a quarterback, and then onto the bench. Oh, are you going with Boyd then? Yeah, I'm gonna go with. It's a great pick. It's a great pick. I love the Cincinnati offense this year, and I'm gonna be the first one to say it. Everybody can join the bandwagon afterwards, but I'm going to love the Bengals offense this year. I'm just, I'm just announcing it now. If I'm with you, you're, you're good. You'll get no. No, get no argument for me. So that actually worked out perfectly for me to get Brown and Boyd and back to back six and seven. Mm-hmm. Yeah, those so are this solid. is really frustrating for me. I hate picking in the middle of the round because, like, I know my guys aren't going to get it back. Aren't going to get back to me. I don't have a wide receiver three yet. Uh oh. But I've also got the number three quarterback on my board sitting there, Kyler Murray. Mm-hmm. And I have to pull the trigger. Number I'm a three, huge huh? Believer in Kyler Murray. Yeah, yeah same. I'm with you, you too. All right. So tags, you're you're the big loser on this one, man. Apparently, I mean, I um, <laughs> who do you have at number three? Probably Watson. Oh uh, yes, I have Deshaun Watson number three. Okay, so you're no- normal. Oh no, Raheem Mostert was just taken. <gasps> That's who I was going to take. Why was that, he not was actually, on my radar right now? I, I was now. actually going to take him. This draft is ruined. No, I was I didn't going get to take Raheem Mostert. Mostert. I was a hundred percent in on Mostert, and I thought everyone was going to sleep on him. But I'll take the consolation here. I will take Devonta Freeman. He's still the he's going to be the starting running back there. They're going to use him up. They're going to dump him after this year because well he's an aging running back. But I mean Brian Hill, not really it. Um, Ido Smith. Freeman didn't look that bad when he was healthy this year. Right, and that's the thing. I don't know if he how, how often he was actually healthy. But as a as a guy that's going to get 15 touches on the the Falcons offense, I'll take that. 
in the seventh, late seventh round at that. So, oh man, my guy's still there. I didn't say who it was because I don't want you to take him. Well, that's fine. That's fine. It's a half PPR format, so I got to figure this out. It's so crazy to think how far David Johnson's fallen. But here's the thing, David Johnson. So Kenyon Drake, it makes sense for him to come back there, right? But I don't think he's going. I I I don't think they can get rid of David Johnson's contract, and that means like they're basically going to be stuck with these two running backs, and it's almost a waste of money at some point. I can't see them doing it. I, I really think Drake's going to be somewhere else uh, just because of the money that they paid David Johnson. And th- like the teams that kind of make sense don't really have the cap room to pull it off for DJ. So I'm, I'm thinking about in the eighth round. This is not a bad investment. I'm thinking and about I'm mostly it. saying I'm this because you. it yeah, means yeah. you wouldn't be taking my guy. He looked terrible down the stretch, and I'm not going to deny that. Um, and I'm looking yeah, at the but receiver. it doesn't mean he's going to be playing with a horrible back all season. I am mad long. that Marquise Brown is gone, by the way. I would have taken Marquise Brown here. Yeah. You know what? I am going to take David Johnson. Uh, yeah, right, fingers crossed. Mike Williams, baby. Mike Williams. Oh, no. So why we hold on a second. Hold on a second. We talk about that. Why would you want Mike Williams? So if, if, if people are listening and they're going to do a dynasty startup soon, Adam, how do you feel about Mike Williams? Now that we know, well, we're getting reports that the Chargers have moved on, that they're not going to bring Phillip Rivers back. They're not going to tag him, that they've lost interest. How does this, how do we value Mike Williams moving forward? Yeah, I, I'm really scared of, of Mike Williams. I, I think Keenan Allen will be fine no matter who the quarterback is, but it, it could end up being a rookie. I, I, I still don't yes. put it past the chargers to move up. I mean, it would be, it would be fitting that in a year where Eli Manning retires and Phillip rivers is gone, that the chargers are once again, making a trade with the giants for a quarterback. <laughs> I can see them getting into the business of, of Tua and we don't know what we're going to get out of that. So I would be worried about Mike Williams at this point. Yep. Josh Rosen, maybe. Um, I don't really even want to talk about my pick because I'm so disappointed. I'm just going to go with Sony <laughs> Michelle because they're probably going to have a fullback all year next year. And we remember how Sony was behind that fullback. Obviously going to get a lot of goal line carries, assuming he's the starting running back for the Patriots. We'll see what happens with Brady. But Can again, we just talk just about so how dumb early. it was for the Patriots to use a third round pick on Damian Harris, who was inactive like the entire season? Yeah, like, what the heck was that? I, I mean, I'm sorry, but the Patriots, that and, and if you go through it, they haven't drafted particularly well, into, especially on the offensive no. side of the ball, but they're just extremely well coached, and they obviously mm-hmm. have Tom Brady. But that was like one of the worst picks ever. Like, if you weren't going to like move on from Sony from what he did this year, I can't see them moving on at all. Sure. Yeah, no, I agree for with sure. That. All right, guys, we've got a lot more draft to do, but first, I just saw some breaking news. This important PSA is brought to you by Manscaped.com. This is your pubic service announcement. After more than 18 months of research and development, the Manscaped engineering team has confirmed that they have successfully created the greatest ball hair trimmer ever created. This new trimmer was released just only moments ago, and we are the first to confirm the new and improved Lawnmower 3.0 Manscaping Trimmer is now available for purchase. This third-generation Manscaped trimmer features a cutting-edge ceramic blade to prevent manscaping accidents. Ah, millions of balls are about to be nick-free thanks to Manscaped's advanced skin-safe technology. I've been talking about Manscaped for a while and how much I love them and how much I want to avoid these manscaping issues like my buddy had in college that I told you about once. If you use the Lawnmower 2.0, It's an easy transition because it's the same replaceable blade with a new and improved skin-safe technology. When I tell you this is premium, I mean premium, guys. The battery's going to last up to 90 minutes so you can take a longer shave. One of the coolest new features is the LED light, which illuminates grooming areas for a closer and more precise trimming. They've also upgraded to 7,000 RPM motor with a quiet stroke technology. And let's not forget about that charging stand. 
Show your mower off loud and proud because this intelligently designed stand is a rapid charging dock powered by USB. If you're listening to me speak about this right now, you're one of the first people to hear about this life-changing product, and I want you to experience it firsthand for yourself. Trim that junk of yours. Get 20% off plus free shipping with the code FANTASYPROS, all one word, at manscaped.com. And as always, your balls will thank you. Get 20% off free shipping with the code FANTASYPROS at manscaped.com. That's 20% off with free shipping at manscaped.com. And use that code FANTASYPROS. So I still need a third wide receiver, but rank first, you get two picks. Um, I guess steal your guys. Don't take my wide receivers. (laughs) Yeah, probably. I'm going to go... I'm going to assume that he's going to change teams and I'm going to assume he's going to pick a team that works out best for him. So I'm going to take Emmanuel Sanders in this spot. Mm, okay. As a, as a final flex guy. For I like me. him as a sleeper in the Super Bowl. Would I think love to see him in Green Bay. Yeah. You know what? It, it, again, this is still to be determined. I'm assuming that when you, when you're a player of his stature, he's going to go someplace where he thinks he can win and might take a little bit less money. Or, you know what, he might just take the, if they win, if the 49ers win, he might be like, oh, no, dude, I got my ring, now give me my money. <laughs> yeah. So tags and rank, you guys are the only ones without a quarterback at this point. I'm good with that. Yeah, I'm fine. I'm probably going to take like three or four, though, just so you guys can't get Would you back. stop? Don't do that. <laughs> this is what he does. Don't do that. I'm actually, you know what, I'm going to finally make a homer pick. No, no, this is my guy. No, don't yep. do it. There it goes. Done and a- done. Anthony Miller. Oh, Tony Miller. So disappointing. I knew – see, Tariq Cohen was on the board, but I knew you were going to take I'm so that. happy. You know, I'm, I'm even happier that not only Anthony Miller came off the board, Bobby, before your pick, but Brandon Cooks is falling so, so far. And he's someone I'm really interested to see what happens with him. Uh, he, I would have been fine making him my wide yeah, receiver three. Like that, as in the middle of the ninth round, come on. But they both went. So now, I mean, who are you picking? So now dude? my team's screwed. By the way, That's what I, you're saying. I should point out that I – Probably made an error in not taking Darius Slayton with uh with that pick, but in the eighth round. But whatever. Yeah, it's that's fine. I, I like Slayton, Slayton but again, there's pick. a lot to go on. There is the so guys. much going on. Like we never had a game this year where they had all Saquon Barkley, Daniel Jones, Golden Tate, exactly. uh, Sterling Shepard, and Darius Slayton. None of them. There was not a game this year where all of them were on the field. So it, the targets are going to be harder to come by for sure. So I still feel really good about Curtis Samuel as my number three. Not really good. Obviously, you'd prefer to have a better number three, but considering I've already got four running backs, I'm fine with him as my number three. I would have loved Anthony Miller so much more, though. Oh, yeah. You know what I'm going to do? Um, I am going to... Well, I don't need to... So basically, so this is just like a tip. We've talked about this in the show before, but I'll just let you guys know. If you're at the number 10 pick, the number 11 pick in the round, right right near the turn, and you need a position, but you know that the guys that are going after you, like, so for me, Team 12, I know they have a quarterback. They're not going to be taking one. So because I, I'm going to take Aaron Rodgers in the 10th round, um, I know that I can wait until my next pick. So therefore, don't waste that pick on that quarterback. Wait for it to come back because they're not going to take him. Uh, so... I think I'm going to continue to stockpile running backs, uh, the chance that things happen. So I'm going to go ahead and take Royce Freeman here. They, oh, Denver keeps one. talking about him, and they, they've given him more work work at times. Philip Lindsay's not a big guy. They clearly want this guy to be a part of it. And you're not finding running backs on the waiver wire. It just doesn't happen. Wide receivers, I can stack my bench with guys. My starting wide receivers are Julio Jones, Juju Smith-Schuster, and Jarvis Landry. I'm not going to be relying on bench receivers very often so uh royce freeman welcome to the bench and as i mentioned i am going to take aaron Rodgers. and guys i know aaron Rodgers had a terrible year like so it wasn't a ter- it was a terrible year by aaron Rodgers' standards in terms of fantasy but 
I think we've gotten to the point, finally, finally we've gotten to the point where the Packers can no longer ignore the fact that he needs wide receivers, that you have to spend equity. They could have drafted DK Metcalf in the second round last year and put him opposite Devontae Adams. Now I'm upset. I know I'm a Bears fan, but I do appreciate greatness. And Aaron Rodgers, he didn't look great this year. I'm just going to be honest about it. He did not look like an all-time like great quarterback, but I think part of it comes down to him not wanting to take chances. They need to get him a separator. I would love, love, I know we haven't talked about college, but Jalen Rager from TCU, I would love to see him in that. It's a good fit. Oh, yeah, that'd be huge. Tags, you know who I'm taking. Who am I taking here? Golden Tate. No, dude, I'm taking Alexander Madison. Come on, how'd you not guess that? Well, I I mean, I figured your team is lacking wide receivers, yo. Well, sure it is, but what am I going to do? Pass on Alexander Madison? Give me a break. No. You can't do that. (laughs) I can't do that. Oh, man, I am so used to always having Royce Freeman as my fallback. Yeah. I always will take my two backs like I did, and then I will do the combo of Royce Freeman and then stack him with the player I'm about to draft right now. And I don't feel good. I don't feel good about because the team doesn't use him properly. Mm-hmm. And I wish that Bill O'Brien yes. just realize that this about, is the yep. guy they got to get on the field. He's probably, I know that Will Fuller is amazing, but he's never healthy. Right. Duke Johnson is so good. Yep. Why he's not on the field more for that team, I was glad they lost. I'm like, I'm glad you're losing because you don't give the ball to Duke Johnson enough. I love him, and I always, again, I usually have these teams, and I'll be sitting there at the end of drafts with Royce Freeman a lot of times and Duke Johnson. These are two guys that I always feel are fallbacks to be like, I don't feel great about them, but I feel like they're a little bit reliable. It's like getting the turkey sandwich at Subway. Like, listen, <laughs> probably wasn't. I didn't wake up in the morning saying, like, I hope I get a turkey sandwich at Subway. Right. But at the end of the day, it's not terrible. Yeah. <laughs> I love that. <laughs> That's a great one. All right. So you're going to snipe me again and take Golden Tate? Is that what's going to happen here, Rank? Oh, yeah. It's my pick. I think again. he's I trying to play with your emotions here. I don't think he really wants Golden Tate. I think he wants someone else. I'm trying to fi- I, I think I know who he wants. I want to do Golden Tate now just to just to mess with you. Tags is Tags is saying that it's not real. I don't actually want to. I don't Golden think he actually I think I'll leave want... that up to you to, yeah. to, to, to decide. Wait, what am I doing? <laughs> oh, you pause it, Tags. Pause it. Whatever. Oh. No, I'll oh. just take I'll take Justice Hill. Oh, you got it paused just on time. All right, I'm gonna I'm gonna restart. It's gonna start in twenty so it'll restart. Yes, yeah, so you'll that. get thirty seconds. We'll talk about it a little bit more. You know, it's it's really interesting doing the draft wizard because like every single draft is totally different mm-hmm. because you're not drafting against the rankings. You're drafting against individual experts rankings. Yes. And so, yeah. Yeah. Um, you know, you just get a different feel for it. And when you practice, you know, 10, 15, 20 mock drafts, you'll have an idea of what you actually want to do going into draft day from right. and all those different situations that you might encounter. Yeah. Uh, all right. So you're taking Justice Hill then. Yeah. I just want to be a little bit insulated. Or, excuse me, just take a guy who plays on a running offense. And could definitely win you the league. That's what you wanted to draft. So the guy that I actually wanted, is that what you're trying to say? The guy that you actually wanted, I thought was going to, went right after Golden Tate. Sammy Watkins? No, man. Get out of here. I wanted Justice Hill. I wanted, Uh, I've got a signed Justice Hill helmet sitting right next to me, man. Nice. He's my dude. (laughs) Rank, I got to say, though, looking at your squad, I mean, you're trusting James Conner to remain healthy because you don't want to start Duke or Justice Hill in your RB2 spot. That one, uh, yeah. that's the one thing. If Connor stays healthy, that would be obviously huge. Kenyon Drake hasn't had really an issue with health, but I, he's he's living by that. He said it. He's living by that. It's not quite zero running back, but it's close. It's uh, it's a Jace for sure. Yeah, I'm living <laughs> on the edge. There's yeah. definitely. Uh, I don't know. I, I I was thinking about losing to the footballers this year, and I'm like, God, it was 
The RB2 did not – actually, no, because I ended up with Mostert. And yep. I, I had Aaron Jones and Mostert, and I'm like, I don't know. Oh, yeah, DJ Moore got hurt during the middle of the game. Oh. So that was one of the things. But, yeah, you know what? It's a risky proposition for me, I know. I don't, I don't recommend it for everybody, but I definitely can feel like, eh, maybe I should have gone – running invested in another running back a little bit earlier but All sure, right. you know, this is why this is why we do these exercises i'm mad exactly. that john ross tag so it is your pick and uh, we actually don't need to talk about my pick it's a little bit embarrassing so who are you taking in round 11 i'm gonna take uh wait hold on first i'm gonna announce that bobby took Corey davis <laughs> Uh, <laughs> I have no issue with that in the 11th round, dude. I know oh, you that's don't, good. man. That's good. Yeah. I'm going to take... And if you have a problem with me taking Corey Davis, you let Tags know you have a problem with it at Mike Taglier NFL on Twitter. You know what? It's funny because I saw Larry Fitzgerald here and I was like, uh, but then I was like, no, I'm not going to win a fantasy league because I own Larry Fitzgerald. It, you know, at his age and whatever. Uh, I'm going to take Nico Hardman. I'm going to take a potential league oh, winner. Shoot. Um, he's a guy, he's a guy that his numbers this year in terms of like historically in that stat article I was talking about earlier there are so many different numbers that are just like groundbreaking that it's like this guy could explode if he becomes a full-time player in that offense. And you kind of have to wonder if it's going to happen. Uh, let's see here. Um, I could use some more upside wide receivers in the bench. Cause again, I'm not going to looking through these dude, Rashad Perriman, number two fantasy football wide receiver over the last five weeks, man. Well, I mean, he's on, he's no, um, honestly, I don't really like what's on the board right now at all. So I feel like I'm reaching for the guys that I want to draft here. Yeah, I feel the same way, man. It's because oh, yeah. so many of these guys aren't actually going to be drafted because we're going to be drafting a lot of rookies, right? Yeah, Tyrell Williams is dead. Rashad Perriman's dead. <sighs> Alan Lazard, not, just do it, Tags. He's your guy. You know, no, let's just take let's just take Cole Beasley. I, I'm not going to win a league oh, because I have him either. That was a terrible pick, but it was... Uh, oh, wow. Worst pick so far the entire draft. It probably was, to be honest with you. Because, um, again, I'm not going to win a league. Because, and I, I already, I'm already looking at it, and I know who I should have picked, but that's the... I guess that's another thing about this. You can, when you set up your drafts on here, you can actually set it for, yeah. you know, thir- uh, 30 second picks, 60 second picks, whatever your draft is going to be doing. And, you know, when you do all those different scenarios, you start getting the idea of, because some leagues, they do, they do a draft really like 30 seconds. Some, some leagues do two minutes per pick. Obviously you have more time, but the minute it can go by pretty quick when you're getting to this point in the draft. So I, I haven't gotten yeah. to my sleepers articles yet, uh, but yeah, Cole, <laughs> I'm already regretting the Cole Beasley pick. So do you guys remember when Alvin Kamara won people their leagues and he was drafted like super late, wasn't the starting running back, Kareem Hunt? I'm going to go ahead and get this year's version of Alvin Kamara, Justin Jackson. Ooh. Mm. That's I, interesting. Yeah, if you if you feel like Melvin Gordon's going to be moving on somewhere else. Yeah. It's not bad. If anything was to happen to Eckler, I think Jackson would be in a great situation. But that's the thing is, like, who's the quarterback? And it all comes back Probably to Probably a better me. quarterback than Philip Rivers. Probably. Oh, that's, that's just, I mean, I love Philip Rivers. That's just me. That's just me. You need this to apologize. Hold on a second. Like We're pausing the podcast because you need to apologize to Philip Rivers and his 20 kids. Philip Rivers is the man. If Philip Rivers played for the New England Patriots, he'd probably have as many Super Bowl rings as Tom Brady. But last year, he wasn't very good. I think they're going to get an upgrade this offseason. Uh, Not know. sorry, Philip Rivers. <laughs> Philip Rivers probably knows this, too. Philip Rivers way, is yeah. probably so mad and just ready to tear it up wherever he goes. Probably. And he will. I think so. Yeah. He goes to Tampa or something like that. Mm. Ooh, man, that'd be sweet. All right, Rank, it's your pick. Tags, do you need a pause it, man? No, nah, we're good. I don't know why I just went Hunter Renfro. What <laughs> about the Raiders offense? That's how I felt about my Cole Beasley pick where it's like, what oh, no. I, I didn't want to draft. A, I'm not drafting a backup tight end when I have Darren Waller. That's just not happening. That's what I was thinking. Like, Noah Fant to me is somebody who's very intriguing. Mm-hmm. Yeah. You know what? I'm going to do it anyways. I don't. Oh, wait. He's gone. Good. 
so that I don't have to do that. <laughs> you were going to go with uh, uh, Mike Kosicki? He would have been – Noah Fant would have been just way too good to pass up at that point. And now you're just kind of like looking around, kicking the tires on some people. I don't have a quarterback. And I want to do something because it's going to end up – because whoever I take now, it feels like I'm going to have to take two quarterbacks. Well, I mean, so, Matt Ryan's still there. Uh, I think he's fine as a QB1. Yeah, I think he's the one you could trot out there most of the time. And if he has a tough matchup, you just grab a waiver wire quarterback for that week. Yeah, or that's what I was thinking too. I was like, oh, I, I kind of made a big deal last year. Like, never again. <laughs> but you know what? If, uh, if, if Calvin Ridley progresses like we want him to and – you think you about know, it, you got Julio healthy, good. Hooper healthy. You're going to have Devonta Freeman back healthy. That defense kind of sucks. And they're still under Dan Quinn. Uh, that That's the part that blows my mind the most, is that Dan Quinn is still the coach there. Yeah. I I, I didn't think that was happening. There's um, But it's it's to the point in the draft where it's like, Rank, how do you approach the benches? Do you, do you start thinking about upside players? Do you think about guys that you just think are going to score the most points? Because, again, I thought about Larry Fitzgerald the last time I was on the clock, and I was like, you know what? I'm not going to win a league. Like, he's one of those guys that you drop for a guy that has upside, that you're like, this is the right. waiver wire picker up the week. You know, you, you drop the guys that are boring on your roster, like a Frank Gore, like Larry Fitzgerald. So how do you approach your benches, like, when you get to this point in the draft? Yeah, I, w- I would start taking more wild swings. And I, I Hunter Renfro is probably one. It was just fun to do. And I'm like, oh, you never know. Just to see what the Raiders end up doing at that spot. But And because I already have Tyler Boyd, I avoided somebody like Auden Tate, who I think could be huge. Sure. Like, mm-hmm. that's a guy. You're like, okay. It's a good Deshaun Hamilton was somebody that Drew Locke threw the ball. You're like, oh, yeah, Drew Locke actually realized that Deshaun Hamilton He's was alive. a player. So yeah. <laughs> so I'm not I'm not going to be super I, I don't want to double up on Bengal receivers but I do believe I think Auden Tate is going to be somebody I look at in this range along with Deshaun Hamilton yeah, if, if, if AJ sure. Green is gone I think Auden Tate is going to be drafted as a top 45 they're going to franchise receiver. Green though that's the problem yeah I'm going uh, to I, say- I went with Reichwell Armstead uh, back up okay. to Leonard Fournette who they might cut this year they're not uh, cutting I think Fournette Armstead could be a three down back get out of here he's going to cost a ton of money man they might do it okay he's- Tags it's your pick though I'm gonna I'm gonna take the guy that I should have took last round. I'm gonna take Paris Campbell. I think it's Good very pick. possible that Philip Rivers goes to the Colts. Uh, that would make the most sense because that's a team that can win. Sure. And uh, Jacoby Brissett's just not it. And then you know we were talking about those tight ends and the potential breakout. Like you talked about Noah Fant. I'm gonna go with one that's actually he's not recommended. He's only recommended by 10% of experts right now. David Njoku. Uh, a guy that is a red zone presence and knowing that they have Odell Beckham, knowing they have Jarvis Landry, this guy is not the focal point of, you know, the defensive coordinator. He's not, he's going to be like an afterthought. And that's, that's rare for someone as athletic and some a guy that can be like he is in the red zone. So I don't mind taking him to my bench. So tags, remember when you said Larry Fitzgerald is not going to win you your league. Oh, um, boy. What if he's yeah. your number four wide receiver? No, he would have been my number. Be he would have right? been number my number five, and I still yeah. didn't want him. I mean, I guess he is my number five behind Corey Davis, but let's be honest, he's my number. He's four. a bye week so filler. Fitzgerald was a top forty wide receiver ten weeks last season. I mean, but if he, they get some offensive line help, this this passing game might be a lot better next year as well. Yeah. I'm just gonna go ahead and pull the trigger on Larry Fitzgerald, so I've got a little bit of depth at wide receiver. I still think I I know I said this back then. I'm just gonna harp on it because uh, that's what I do. But I'm gonna say that I still believe the Cardinals should have taken Nick Bosa. I stand by. Don't have a problem with that. Yeah. I mean, I like Kyler, obviously took him at number three, but for fantasy, not real life. Right. Yeah. I don't know. I I still feel you got to have the, it's cool to have a great defense Mm -hmm, for sure. But I think that the quarterback has to win you the championship at some point. And I think that, you know what, that's one of the reasons why I'm leading towards the chiefs. Yeah. Is that which quarterback do I want to pick? Exactly. I, I think that, 
I feel that Jimmy Garoppolo is a good quarterback, but it's like Patrick Mahomes is on another level. For sure. If you get a guy who could be the next Patrick Mahomes or somebody who can be on that level and make them exciting and make them competitive, I feel like that was probably the best pick to go with. Yeah. By the way, I just was sitting here talking, needed to make my last pick. I did go. Do we have one more bench? I think we have one more spot. Yep. there it oh, is. That was your that was your last pick. No. Oh wait, I'm sorry. You've got one. I got more one more. Yeah. I didn't take Deshaun. I wanted to make sure I got him. Nice. Okay. Nice. Even that... though he was recommended by zero percent of the people. That's a Jake Seeley special right there. He was he Deshaun was yeah. Hamilton. That was his that was his guy last year, Deshaun. I didn't realize that. Yeah. Oh, I loved him too. And it was again, we saw it at the end of the year when, when Drew Locke took over. You're like, okay, well if Drew Locke wants to throw him the football, I'll be happy to have him. Mm-hmm. Right. And it is your last pick, Adam. Um so oh gosh, I keep one. doing that. <laughs> I'm the worst. It's now uh, it's alright. You guys are just gonna lose to my roster. My roster is stacked. There's no chance that you beat me, Tags. I mean, when's the last time you've even beat me? I mean, I had the eleventh like pick, so I was, I was already at a disadvantage. That's first off. How? I just want to be on record as drafting this player. Baker? Baker, all right. Love it. Love it. I, 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 like we talked about earlier, this, this offense is going to bounce back. And you look at mm-hmm. what Stefanski, and I know Kubiak was involved as well, yep. but when you look at what Stefanski was able to do with Kirk Cousins, especially towards the end of the season or after the first couple of weeks when they said, oh, we can't run the ball 90 times a game. Right. I think they'll be in a very similar situation where they'll be using Kareem Hunt, or excuse me, uh, Nick Chubb a lot to establish a run in the first couple of weeks, maybe showcase him and then start using play action and, and just finding better ways to uh, distribute the football. So I, for everybody who's going to be bummed out because Baker Mayfield ruined them last year, I will happily take that assignment on and, uh, and use him when, when possible. I just want to, I'm going to say a bold statement right now and people are going to like lose their minds, but I would still rather have Baker Mayfield in dynasty than I would Kyler Murray. Yeah. I still believe in Baker Mayfield that he's a good quarterback. I think Freddie Kitchens is like one of the worst coaches I've ever seen. Like he refused to adapt bad. his offense. He refused to like he he played right into their weaknesses is basically what he did. And it was just ridiculous to watch. Um, but yeah, I definitely like that team. And um, by the he, way, did you see who I just picked? It was a sentimental pick. Mike Boone. That's awesome. <laughs> I uh, I realized I was running out of time, and I was like, "Oh, who do I pick?" And I saw Mike Boone. I was like, "I'm taking him." I like obviously Mike I'm going to cut him. He's amazing, but like he's not going to play. No, maybe they trade him. That would that would be great. But um, regardless of what happens with Minnesota, I've got Dalvin Cook, Alexander Madison, and Mike Boone. So I'm covered. So I'm torn between these two. It's between Jordan Wilkins and Damian Harris. These are two sleeper running backs that play for good offenses. I think Jordan Wilkins is. I mean, Marlon Mack, I, I don't know if he's it um, in terms of like a three don't down back. Say that for them. He's on my team. Uh, I'm going to take Jordan Wilkins uh, just because I feel like there's a chance that that pans out. But uh, my score is right. not what I wanted it to be. I'm just going to be Good. honest. What, what is your score rank? C plus. All right, tags. <sighs> I, I already know the way that you're chipper about well, what's your score. I got a B, an 84 out of 100. Oh, are you kidding me? You beat. Just kidding. I got a 91, sucker. <laughs> <laughs> oh man see i knew like screwing around with hunter renfro and deshaun hamilton would <laughs> drop mine. i don't care oh well my, my bench is think. actually ranked worst in the in the league rank your bench is number four um that's interesting okay so i finished let's see the number one team here is team three we're gonna call this jake seeley's team <laughs> barkley todd i'm just kidding barkley todd Gurley, cooper singletary to start things off uh rank why don't you give us your team here 
I will uh, go through it one more time. Yeah, I got Matt Ryan at quarterback, but I can always bring in Baker, so yep. that's not like I do. I'm, I'm cool if Kenyon Drake ends up staying with the Cardinals. James Conner, I'm putting a lot of faith in these running backs being healthy or being able to live up to what they did last season, at least in the case of Kenyon Drake. My wide receivers, Michael Thomas, Cooper Cup, John Brown, but do have Emmanuel Sanders and Tyler Boyd as my flex guys. And of course, I did take George Kittle because once again, just love having that stability at mm-hmm. the tight end position. And you know this, you know, we get questions on Twitter and you you kind of chuckle at some of the curtain jerker tight ends that people are putting out there. Mm-hmm. And you're like, well, even if Kelsey is not crushing it the way that I wanted him to, drafting him in the first two rounds, I know that it's a comfortable floor every week. Yep. Yeah. So I feel good with it. I I, I do know, it, I, I love the, the fact that we're getting after this right now. I do like uh, some of my bench picks with Anthony Miller and Justice yes. Hill. Yes. And I'm even taking jealous. a chance. With, with with Baker Mayfield. And so this is a good, again, I would recommend anybody to to start doing this immediately and just starting to try to pinpoint some things. It was a good exercise for me, again, as we talked about the leaning towards a zero RB thing and knowing that a Raheem Mostert or somebody like that will probably present themselves during the season. But it's also smart to kind of just make sure you're a little bit more insulated, perhaps instead of going with Cooper Cup, if I would have taken another running back and moved John Brown up to my wide receiver two right. and Tyler Boyd to my wide receiver three, I think I would feel just as comfortable with that. So Yeah, you could have got like Singletary or Carry on there instead of Cooper Cup. Yeah, you know, and I think that we're sleeping on Carry on Johnson a little bit. And so, mm-hmm. you know, he was good. You know, there was another again, you know, going back to the guys we got in the third, fourth round last year with Aaron Jones, Chris Carson, Carry on mm-hmm. Johnson, those players will present themselves. It's just going to be a matter of figuring those out, and that's what you get from doing mock drafts like the ones on Fantasy Pros. I won't sit here and and promote the all new NFL Fantasy app because I I'm a guest with you guys. But <laughs> I can I can advocate that Fantasy Pros does a very nice job. Well, yeah. thank you for saying that, um, Rank. I liked your team quite a bit. I'm actually surprised it finished as low as it did, but you went out and got your guys, and you know that's why we do these exercises to see how you feel about the team that you draft so you can do it differently next time if you would like. Now, Tags, why don't you tell us about your second place team? <laughs> I um I think my team is better than yours. So I'm just going to say it. Uh, But here, like, tell me you don't like this. Aaron Rodgers is my quarterback. My, my running backs Ooh. are Nick Chubb and Chris Carson. My wide receivers are Julio Jones, Juju Smith-Schuster, and Jarvis Landry. My tight end is Darren Waller. My two flex spots are Devonta Freeman and David Johnson. And again, David Johnson, that's a that's a risk-reward pick for me. I have Royce yeah. Freeman there on the bench. David Njoku, Mikol Hardman, Cole Beasley, uh, Paris Campbell, and Jordan <laughs> Wilkins. So I, I went straight up upside in the bench. I knew it wasn't going to score well because I, I might have went down 10 spots lower than what it was suggesting. But yeah. uh, at the same time, my bench, that's for the guys I'm going to f- swap after like a week or two, just when we find those guys that are going off, you know, DJ Chark or Philip Lindsay, those guys in the first week or two, that's when you have to react. So I have guys that I can easily drop if they're not playing, like Nicole Hardman. I could drop him if he's not playing f- a full complement of snaps. I could drop Jordan Wilkins if he's playing, you know, 10 snaps a game. So mm-hmm. sure. Yeah. So I, I like my team. I think it's a good team, man. I just want every Bears fan out there to know that Tags took Aaron Rodgers. So you guys let him know on Twitter how you feel about that. Yes, let Tegley him know. <laughs> Here's my team, guys. Uh, Kyler Murray at quarterback. Uh, my running backs, Dalvin Cook, Josh Jacobs. In the flex, I've got Marlon Mack and Sony Michelle. My bench running backs, Alexander Madison, Justin Jackson, Reichwell Armstead, Mike Boone, just all upside dudes. Uh, wide receiver position, Odell Beckham, Cortland Sutton, Curtis Samuel. <laughs> 
a little bit weak there. Uh, Corey Davis, Larry Fitzgerald, and then my tight end, of course, Austin Hooper, who's just a little bit better than Darren Waller, Ted. <laughs> hmm. That's funny. And if I, you guys, I mean, if you guys want to do one of these mock drafts, you can do it really easily. Again, it's for free. It's super fast. Lots of fun. And it's going to be helpful as well. Fantasypros.com slash draft wizard. What were you saying, Tags? Oh, nothing. Your team, your team's decent. It's, it's okay. My team's good, but I do. <laughs> I, I think I should let everyone know. Tags made like a hundred foot putt when we were down in Florida. And it was the most glorious thing I've ever seen. <laughs> it was the best so putt I've ever made. I, and it was a hundred. I, I would guesstimate it probably like seventy to eighty foot putt, and it was uh, it was phenomenal. I will say that. But uh, uphill and stuff, and it was all curving, and every, it was amazing. Yeah. Oh, those are the best. Felt like Tiger Woods for a moment. Yeah, you you looked like Tiger Woods. <laughs> yeah, all right, guys, sure. that's all for today's show. Rank as always. Thank you so much for coming on. Always a blast. No, this was a lot of fun, and I appreciate you guys. See, nobody sees the behind the scenes stuff of number one, me being super late because I'm a big <laughs> shot. And number two, not being able to log into the site because I'm an idiot. But <laughs> I appreciate you guys having me on. This is a lot of fun. So yes. again, I will be taking personally. I will be taking some time off till about Good March. For you. But hopefully, um, at some point, we can get together and do this again and see how we all improve. Hopefully, you know somebody's not going to be taking Aaron Rodgers, but whatever. <laughs> I think we should do it again real soon. Yes. Thanks again, Adam. Thank you. All right, and I want to say thanks to the sponsors of today's show. First, let's start with Manscaped. Go to manscaped.com, and you're going to get 20% off and free shipping with the code FANTASYPROS. That's manscaped.com. FANTASYPROS is the code for 20% off. And also, DraftKings, remember, guys, for a limited time, all new users are going to get their free shot at $1 million with your first deposit. That's code FANTASYPROS to get a free shot at $1 million with your first deposit only at DraftKings. And also, don't forget to check out Pristine Auction. Guys, if you haven't done this before, it is time. Sign up. It's free to sign up. Enter that registration code FANTASYPROS, all one word, for $5 off. You're going to love what you find there to fill your cave. You're going to find some great values, and everything's guaranteed authentic from only the most trusted sources. That's P-R-I-S-T-I-N-E, auction.com. And while you're at it, don't forget to sign up for that full-size Michael Thomas Saints helmet giveaway that we've got going on at bettingpros.com slash contest. For Adam Rank and Mike Tagliere, I'm Bobby Sylvester. Thanks for listening. Enjoy your football. I just wanted you to watch me dissolve.